us in prayer. Pray again. Good morning. Good morning. Even as we stop to address the Lord in prayer, um, it's been a historical week in lots of not very good ways. And I want to remind you that in the mornings from nine until about a quarter to the hour, we are praying for the pastor to be. And so if you would like to be a part of that process, we encourage you to come and spend time praying. Uh, there's a room set aside. There is a paper that uh, gives you items that we specifically would like to pray for. So now we'll address the Lord. We bow our heads. Father, we come to you this morning. Um, many with broken hearts. And Lord, with, with no answers. And so, Father, as we, as we join together as a family and support one another, Lord, may it may be more than a good morning. May it be a morning where we share who we are before you. Lord, that our salvation is unassailable, that it is permanent and forever. Lord, the, the world lives from moment to moment, from one situation to the next. Thank you, Father, that you are constant. And Lord, that our salvation is a sure thing. It's not a wonder if it's okay. It's a relationship that lives. So as a church, Father, may we, may we be confident. Confident in, in being a Christian and what that means. And Lord, that you would make us kinder, more gentle, peace-loving, and loving others, Lord, as we love ourselves. Thank you for this church. Thank you for this congregation. Thank you for each person who has come this morning. Bless our time together, Father. Make us manifest in this world that hurts. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. May be seated as Randy Carlton invite him down to read Psalm 64. Good morning. Good morning. Psalm 64. Oh, sorry. Is that better? <laughs> um, this is a prayer from David uh, for delivery from his enemies and also uh, an explanation of delivery from God in. Uh, Rejoicing as well. Mm -hmm. So Psalm 64. To the choir master, a psalm of David. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from dread of the enemy. Who will 
whet their tongues like swords and aim their bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. They hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, we have accomplished a diligent search. For the inward mind and heart of a man are deep. But God shoots his arrows at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin. <clears throat> With their own tongues turned against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exalt. Amen. In reviewing our catechism questions from this month, catechism question 43 is, what are the sacraments and ordinances? And let's read this together. Baptism and the Lord's Supper. And the supporting scripture is from Romans 6, 4. And let's also read that one together. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. In Catechism 46 was, what is the Lord's Supper? And let's read the short answer together. Christ commanded all Christians to eat bread and to drink from the cup in thankful remembrance of him. And the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three to 26, and I will read this. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And catechism question 47 was, does the Lord's Supper add anything to Christ's atoning work? And the short answer is, no, Christ died once for all. And the supporting scripture is First Peter 3.18. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. And may God's people said, Amen. And I'm going to invite Peter to come. So we are both reviewing the ordinances and our catechism questions as we practice the ordinances this Sunday, which is pretty exciting. So as just a reminder of what we learned last week before we 
partake in it. We were talking about the Lord's Supper, and that was the second of the two ordinances we looked at. And we talked about the parallels with the Passover, which was the ordinance that God had given the Israelites that Jesus was participating in when he instituted the Lord's Supper. And God gave Israel the Passover so that every year they would remember how God had delivered them and redeemed them and made him his people as they look forward to the coming of the Messiah. And in the same way, God has given us the Lord's Supper that we would regularly remember how it was that he delivered and redeemed us and made us his people as we look forward to the second coming of the Messiah. So that, that Lord's Supper then is our chance to focus on that deliverance. And the symbols we use are the bread and the cup. The bread being Jesus' body that was given for us. And what Jesus taught about his body is that it's the bread of life. And as we partake in it, we remember that as we partake in his body, we then get to live forever because of him. And the cup was the new covenant in his blood. And that was poured out for us, representing the sacrifice of his death that brings us into this new covenant we now have in relationship with God. And he wants us to be rooted in these things, that, that they are what define us as his people, that they are what we regularly come back to. They're the foundation on which everything else is built. And then the last thing we looked at was that just as in partaking of these brings us together or reminds us how we are united with God, it also unites us with each other. It reinforces our union because we all partake of the one body. We're all saved in the same way. We are all bound together in unity because we are all partaking in the body of Christ, the death of our Lord, remembering that until he comes again. Daryl, would you come and pray for us? read Psalm, part of Psalm 19, David's prayer, and I think it's good that we have the same heart when we're coming to, to, to uh, I think it's Psalm 19, oh no, I remembered wrong, I just looked it up. Before you ask, present, yeah, it's Psalm 19. So, let me read it. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your, your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of the great transgression. And David was worried about these sins in his life and wanted to be blameless before the Lord. And so, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we have sins that are hidden um, from the rest of us. We have things that we like to keep quiet. God, we confess them now before you. God, I pray that um, you would forgive us of those sins, God, and also those sins that we do openly, but are are allowed um, that we pass over. Oh, it's a small thing. God, forgive us of those too. God, make us a holy people. Change our hearts, God, and, and thank you for the opportunity to come before you and ask for this forgiveness. God, we are people that need you more than anything. God, change our hearts. 
get a clean one inside us. Amen. Continuing to baptism, Catechism 44. What is baptism? Let's say it together. Baptism is the washing with water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the supporting scripture is Matthew 28, 19. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then Catechism 45 is, is baptism with water the washing away of sin itself? And the short answer is, no. Only the blood of Christ can cleanse us from sin. And the supporting scripture is Luke 3.16. John answered them all, saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So one of the things that, that I just want to say this morning is that uh, it's been so amazing to watch uh, the body of Christ uh, doing the work of the ministry over the last couple of months. Amen? Uh, just been amazing uh, to see uh, the, the church serving one another, encouraging one another, uh, to see the word preached and the word taught, uh, the word of God uh, taught faithfully. And I, I as your pastor, could not be prouder or more excited for our church family. I'm just excited to see what's happening. And I just want to say that uh, in Deuteronomy 6.4, it reminds parents that, that they are to instruct their children to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength and to be fully devoted to God. Then later in that same chapter, God instructs parents to teach their children when they ask about the things that God has done and, uh, and how he has commanded his people to live in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20. And that just reminds me of Matthew 28. It's another command from God, another instruction from God, that God the Son. And he commands us to go, therefore, and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am, I am uh, with you always, even to the end of the age. And that... That is just a great promise. Amen? That is a great promise that I, I am with you even to the end of the age. That no matter what, God is there. God is with you. So I just want to just say uh, this about baptism. Baptism is with water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And it signifies and seals our adoption into Christ. Uh, it, uh, in effect, we who are being baptized are saying, I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I am his and he is mine. It testifies of the fact that our sins have been washed clean, buried in the likeness of his death, is what it, we are exemplifying through baptism. In baptism, we are committing to live, uh, to live our lives for the Lord and, and, our, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
So one of the things that we need to understand, though, is baptism does not save us, neither does, nor communion does not save us by partaking together or by participating in baptism. Only as the Holy Spirit regenerates and cleanses our hearts unto salvation are we truly saved. So today, today uh, we have uh, three young ladies who have been uh, brought up to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And they have asked to be baptized today. And so it is a thrill, it is a, it is a blessing uh, to, uh, to see this take place. And I have invited their fathers to do the baptisms because I do believe that it best fulfills the Great Commission uh, for his church. And, that is, and we find that in, in Matthew 28. Go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so... Uh, it is really, I, I think it's just amazing uh, and just wonderful. It is a blessing to see uh, these dads uh, who have raised their children to know the Lord, to be able to come and to do the baptisms, uh, uh, to just to be a part of that. And so I've asked them to be a part of that. And we're going to sing a song, I think, first, right? All right? So, so let's stand as we sing, and Cindy will pull this. My worth is not in what I own, not in the strength of flesh and bone, but in the costly wounds of love at the cross. My worth is not in skill or name, in win or in pride or shame, but in the blood of Christ that flows at the cross. I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. I will trust in Him no my soul is satisfied in Him alone. And the Sabbath lies with fate and die, same youth and beauty to be brought. But the eternal cause to us.
So is your soul satisfied in him alone? Amen. 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 So now at, at communion, at baptism,